What's up, CA students and 678 online? Great to be with you. Thanks for joining us. My name is Jake. I'm one of the youth pastors here at CA. And whether this is your first time joining us or you've been with us many times before, I just want to say welcome. And I'm so glad that you've joined us for CA students online. Well, hey, I'm going to jump in. We are in a series called Turning Point. Turning Point. And the whole idea is that in our lives, God creates moment after moment where he gives us the opportunity to turn to him. And we've been talking about how uh, these are special moments. And, And Levi talked last week about how there are two words for time in Greek uh, which is what the New Testament was written in. So the English word time, there are two words in Greek. The first one is kairos, kairos. Kairos is a specific moment in time. It's like an event that happens. It's awesome. That's kind of what we're talking about in this series, these turning point moments, these kairos moments. The second Greek word is chronos. Can you say chronos with me? <laughs> chronos. That is a sequence of moments. It's chronological. It's quantitative, where kairos is this qualitative moment. If chronos is the road or the journey of your life, kairos is a turning point moment. And see, students, six, seven, eight, can I just really get your attention for one moment and just say that God loves you so much And he has so much grace for you. And one of the ways he shows us his grace is he gives us moments to course correct, to shift our trajectory, to turn to him. These moments of our lives, these kairos moments can be trajectory shifting. And I'm praying that watching this even now, you might have a kairos moment, a turning point moment with God. Why do I uh, believe that that can happen is because we're not here just talking about a philosophy. We're talking about a living person named Jesus who I know loves you and wants to encounter you tonight. Will you pray with me as we begin? Jesus, thank you so much for being just a, such a generous and gracious God. And just pray that you'd speak through me tonight. Um, and I just love you in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. See, see, students, six, seven, eight, I love the idea of trajectory, right? A trajectory is kind of, technically, it's the path that's followed by a projectile in motion, but it's kind of like the direction that you're headed, right? And so if you start from somewhere and your trajectory is pointed in this way, it ma- your trajectory matters because it, it impacts where you end up as you travel over time, right? So if you know, I'm aiming this way, my trajectory is straight towards you, right? But even just a little change in trajectory, a little shift in degree, after some time, that's going to end up being in a very different direction. Experts in air navigation, but I'm not a pilot, (laughs) have a rule of thumb known as the one in 60 rule. And it states that for every just one degree that a plane veers off its course, It misses its target destination by a mile for every 60 miles it flies. Whoa, just one degree off, flying for 60 miles, it's going to miss its destination by a whole mile. If you fly off course for just, by just one degree, after one foot, 
you'll miss the target by 0.2 inches. That's really not bad. But after 100 yards, you'll be off by 5.2 feet. Not huge, but noticeable. After a mile, you'd be off by 92 feet. One degree is starting to make a difference. If you veer off course by one degree, flying around the equator, you'll land almost 500 miles off target. Whoa! What I want to say here, what the point I want to make, is that even very small shifts in direction can have a really big impact in our lives and over time. And CA students 678, God is in the business of giving us opportunities to make these course corrections, these trajectory shifting moments. And by the way, what is the destination? What should we have our coordinates set on? Well, we see that God in his grace is showing us that our hearts, man, we were made for eternity. We were made for God. And ultimately, if we put our coordinates on anything, ultimately, to satisfy us, to worship other than God, it's going to leave us disappointed. It's going to leave us in despair. It's going to fail us. And so ultimately, we see in Scripture that our ultimate destination, our ultimate, our coordinates should be set on God and God alone. You know, I've been thinking about in my own life, uh, one of the reasons that sometimes I get stressed out and I, I experience anxiety and, and even depression and things like that, I think it's because sin tempts me to put my coordinates on things other than God. Things other than God. Even good things that were never meant to satisfy me completely. But God's so generous, and he keeps offering these moments for me to course correct and put my coordinates back on him. He keeps offering me turning point moments. That's one reason. The other reason I think sometimes I get stressed out and I get discouraged and I get disappointed is because I forget about eternity. You see, God has set eternity in every single human being's heart, the Bible says. And sometimes we say we believe in forever and eternity with God, but we live as if right now is all that there is. And so we're expecting the, the hope and the joy and the satisfaction that's going to only come when sin is completely done away with and Jesus comes back. We're expecting that now in this sin-broken world and we're left disappointed. Sometimes our, our, we're expecting to experience the full destination right now. And sometimes that leads us to disappointment. CA students in 6th seminar, I want to encourage you today that God wants to offer you a turning point moment to set your coordinates back on God, to trust him in the day-to-day life, and to know that eternity matters and that eternity is coming. And by the way, listen, I don't know about you, but sometimes maybe I, I could think like, oh no, what if my... My course is not like perfectly on point. That's not what I'm trying to get at. There's only one person who had perfect coordinates, perfectly set on God, and that was Jesus Christ. We are all in the process of, of if we've decided to, to say yes to Jesus, of getting our coordinates fixed on Jesus and are having turning point moments to head back toward him. And ultimately, we're saved because we put our trust in the one who had his coordinates perfectly set on God 
Jesus. See a student 678. What if, what if this moment when you're watching this video is a turning point for you to set your coordinates again on God? Maybe for the first time. Maybe tonight or today is your turning point moment. Isn't it amazing that God continually offers us these turning point mo- moments? Isn't it amazing that his mercies are fresh every morning? I love Lamentations 3, 22 through 23. It says, because of the Lord's great love, we're not consumed, for his compassions never fail. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. See, students, six, seven, eight, think for a second. Think about your heart's desires, your actions, your words. What trajectory are you on? What do you have your eyes fixed on, your coordinates fixed on? And could God be meeting you on the road or the flight of your life and providing you with a turning point moment that shifts your direction toward him? He's so generous and he loves you so much. You know, CA students in 6, 7, 8, these turning point moments, sometimes they can feel super powerful and emotional, and that's awesome, but sometimes they totally don't. And I want to encourage you, don't be waiting around for this perfect moment. Don't be waiting for God to just zap you with an emotional experience, even though that's awesome. Choose God in the ordinary, mundane moments of your life and watch him turn those ordinary moments into turning point moments. I love Ecclesiastes 11.4 that says this, Farmers who wait for the perfect weather never plant. If they watch every cloud, they never harvest. See, students, 678, plant with the decisions you make, the actions you take, the thoughts you decide to think now without waiting for perfect moments and watch God take your ordinary actions and turn them into these turning point kairos moments. And here's one of the main points for this message. Any moment can be a turning point moment. Any moment can be a turning point moment. As long as you have breath in your lungs, any moment can be a turning point moment where your trajectory shifts more towards God and more towards his grace. I love 2 Corinthians 6, 1 through 2. For God says, at just the right time, I heard you. On the day of salvation, I helped you. Indeed, the right time is now. Today is the day of salvation. God's so generous. He's saying, don't wait, see students. Don't wait, six, seven, eight. Any moment can be a turning point moment. We just don't always realize it until we look back. Don't put a bunch of pressure on yourself. Oh my gosh, is this a turning point moment or not? Just give your next faithful yes to God and let him turn them into Kairos turning point moments. This series is all about sharing, um, talking about these moments and sharing some moments from people's lives. And I wanted to share a few turning point moments in my life with you. But before I do, I wanted to give you just a second to think back on your life. Where were there moments where through another person, through God just being at work in your heart, that your coordinates were more set on God? When was a time where you just, you felt God's love or you you wanted God more or something happened where it was trajectory shifting of your life towards God? I want to encourage you to look back with faith, believing that God wants you so much and he loves you so much. I love Hebrews 11.6. It 
says that without faith, it's impossible to please him. For whoever would draw near to God must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who seek him. As you look back right now, I'm going to give us just about 20 seconds of quiet. As you look back on your life, look back with faith. Where do you see that God was giving you a turning point moment to turn towards him? Take about 20 seconds. I'm just going to stand here. Think about that with God. What was a turning point moment? When was God after your heart? Gosh, I would love to be able to hear some of your stories. Maybe you can't, one's not coming to your mind right now. Don't worry. This could be the day. Today is the day of salvation. This could be a turning point moment for you. Well, I wanted to share just a few turning point moments um, in my story. And one uh, I was reminded of as I was thinking about it from elementary school. And uh, as a boy growing up in church, one of my favorite books of the Bible was the book of Revelation. And, you know, it has cool stuff in it, like beasts and dragons and, you know, my kind of thing. And uh, there was going to be a TV show, like, you know, just a secular TV show, definitely not trying to exalt Jesus or, like, you know, convey truth, um, but about the book of Revelation. And I was so stoked on it because I'm like, beasts, dragons, like, let's do this thing. Like, this is going to be awesome. And my dad... I was in elementary school or so, and he, he's like, hey, Jake, I'm going to watch this with you. Let's see what's, <laughs> you know, let's check it out. And so we watched this first episode. And guys, it was weird. Like, I don't remember much. I just remember somebody's finger got chopped off, and there weren't any beasts or dragons. And it was just, but I was so excited. I was like, man, there probably are going to be beasts and dragons soon. <laughs> like, I'm excited about the book of Revelation. Like, I want to watch this TV show. But my dad, after watching it, and at some point, I can't remember, but he just came. He's like, Jake, I love you, son, you know, but, like, we're not going to watch this show. <laughs> and, guys, I was so disappointed. I was so bummed. I was so discouraged. I was so, yeah, just disappointed. But I remember having a moment later when I was actually trying to fall asleep. And I don't know what it was. I must have been God and his spirit, but... I remember being so disappointed, and then I had this thought, and I was like, wow, I'm really thankful that my dad cares about what I put into my mind and heart, and God, just thanks for giving me a dad who, who cares about that, and um, that, that was this, this moment for me, this Kairos moment, this turning point moment that kind of set me on this trajectory of, of trusting and loving my parents um, imperfectly, but, but wanting to honor them, and I would just encourage you you know, CA students in six, seven, eight, those of you who, you know, have parents that you feel loved by and, and who are involved, what if you went up to them and asked them, hey, mom or dad, what's a limit in my life that you would recommend for me? Whoa, they would probably fall over um, because that's an awesome question for somebody, for a, a child to ask a parent. But I also want to acknowledge that there are some of you who didn't have a dad like I had and, and, and don't feel close to your parents or your, your relationship with your father was a bad experience. 
And I want to say I'm so sorry for that. And I want to say that there is a God who wants to be everything that your, that your earthly father wasn't as a heavenly father. And he loves you so, so very much. That was a turning point moment for me. There was another moment. There was a turning point moment. I was a couple years into being a youth pastor, but I was um, really struggling with anxiety. And, and I really think it was a season of depression for me. And this story involves my parents again. And they came up to me and they're like, hey, Jake, I think it's time for a break. I was like, a break? What do you mean? Like, you think I need to, you know, stop being a pastor or something like that? And they're like, no, I think, I think you need to, um, you know, maybe see someone to get some help. And so this was this turning point moment where I ended up seeing this really awesome Christian psychologist, uh, psych- psychiatrist, actually. And I actually was diagnosed with OCD. And it was this turning point moment where I was, I entered on this journey, this healing journey of, of trusting God in a new way, of, of being in a process of healing that involved counseling and, and even medication. And I'm so thankful. I remember sitting in the room with my counselor, and I remember just looking at my counselor and just sensing, wow, God, you are rescuing me. And it was a, this Kairos moment of just Thank you, Lord, for caring about me and rescuing me. And I want to just take this moment. Any students, any people who are just really battling with anxiety or depression, anybody who might be um, uh, part of their journey is medication, I just want to say you're no second-class citizen in the kingdom of God. You are no second-class citizen in the kingdom of God. And God loves you so, so much. I love that story because sometimes turning point moments, God uses other people to help and to, to be instigators <laughs> of turning point moments in our lives. There's one other story I wanted to share. This one kind of involved me kind of making a, a choice. And this one, instead of my parents, it involves my, my uncle, who's also a pastor, and he was leading this worship time, this ministry time, where we were um, asking God to... to re- to give spiritual gifts in a fresh way. Spiritual gifts are just um, abilities that God gives people to build up the church, to strengthen God's people. And there was uh, one gift that we were praying and asking God for called the gift of tongues. And it's this really cool thing where it's a prayer language that you don't necessarily understand, but God understands. And it's a way to pray. And it's this um, precious thing, the special thing, and so we were asking God for it, and I remember my Uncle Dale just saying, hey, I believe that God wants to give you this gift today to, to the room, and I remember, though I didn't feel anything, I didn't have like this crazy experience necessarily, I remember just saying in faith, then I, I believe that, and so I'm going to take a step of faith, and I began to just speak out and I believe in that moment that God gave me the gift of tongues. And I tell you that story, that, that turning point moment for me, because it was a moment where I chose to put my faith in something God had said, even when my feelings didn't necessarily feel it. And I, I want to encourage you, you don't have to have an emotional experience or like have a lot of feelings to have a turning point moment. Remember, any moment could be a turning point moment. Don't wait for this perfect moment. 
but ask God and just give him your next faithful yes. See, students, God's mercy is fresh every morning. Again, don't wait for the perfect moment to have a turning point. Just say your next yes to God and let him turn it into a kairos moment, a turning point moment. Well, see, students, six, seven, eight, I just love you guys so much. And uh, I'm excited to finish up with just a little bit of worship. And I just want to encourage you to let this be a moment where your trajectory just gets shifted back onto God in a fresh way as we worship. And we'll see you guys next week.